Greetings, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland, joined today by Jordan Levy. Jordan, g'day, sir. Very warm welcome. Where are you hanging out? Hello, Tom. It's great to be with you here on Marketing the Invisible. Currently calling in from not-so-sunny Savannah, Georgia. Currently just here for a week. I'm actually on the move ever since I left New York in March, right, as the pandemic wow. was starting in New York City. So yeah, it's been really great experience to kind of live and work on the road. Being on the move for 10 months. And we got at least at least 10 more to go. <laughs> wow, amazing. Well, for those of you who don't know Jordan, he's a serial education technology entrepreneur. Really interesting. He started two ed tech education, ed tech companies that help hire ed programs bridge the skills gap for their students through experiential learning. So getting them over that bridge between the theory and the practice. So the title of our interview, which I'm going to be fascinated with, is how to connect your business with the next generation of smart young talent. Jordan, our seven minutes starts now. Who is your ideal client, sir? So we love working with companies that want to connect with that next generation and stay relevant forever. And typically the folks that we work with are hiring managers, business unit leaders that want to recruit young talent, keep their interests coming in and their new ideas coming in that will really benefit the future of that particular area of the organization. It can happen across pretty much any business unit. We've worked with accounting and finance, data analytics, product development, and lots of other areas of businesses. So typically we work with folks anywhere from startup to enterprise level, really all depends on what they're trying to accomplish and what resources right. they're willing to put in. Super, thank you. Six minutes left and question number two, what's the problem you solve for your client? How would you define that? So most of the Fortune 500 companies from just 50 years ago are no longer Fortune 500 companies. And the reason why is because they're not able to connect meaningfully. And it seems like it's very complicated to build programs that engage young professionals. Mm. Are they employees? Are they interns? It's complicated. And so we partner with schools. We help to recruit the students and ultimately mobilize them as resources to work on challenges, which ultimately should turn into hiring outcomes. And so that's really our, our role is to really create an ecosystem and, and really provide efficiency and effective tools for building these programs and managing these programs that result in exceptional learning experiences and also hiring for organizations that are growing. So a, a true win-win. Fantastic. So tell us about, you mentioned some, you know, a whole lot of the Fortune 500 companies that 20 years ago are no longer Fortune 500 companies and they're sort of almost declined through a lack of fresh, often young, smart people that can view the world through a current reality rather than an old paradigm. Other than that, question number three is around the symptoms that a business leader would be noticing in their business that would give them kind of a heads up that they need to talk with you. Four and a half minutes left. So I think the symptoms are that they're growing and need to tap into the entry-level talent market or that they're experiencing some turnover with some of the entry-level talent. The average is about every two and a half years, someone between the age of 16 and 34 is going to leave your organization. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's even less at the bottom of that 
bottom of that bracket. So I think those are the folks that should be using experiential hiring practices. It's just as much for you to vet the students as it is for the students to actually decide if this is a good fit. And that's what really motivated me to get started originally as well. Yeah, a level playing field, fair enough. So question four, and we've got four minutes left. What are some of the common mistakes that you see organizations making before they find your service, before they come across CapSource? What are some of the wasteful things that they're doing that could have been prevented? I think the most wasteful thing to do is just not do an internship program because you don't want to spend the effort on right. uh, assembling one and making it a good experience. And so that's typically the case with most companies. I mean, we've worked with about 200, 250 companies over the last few years putting these programs together. Not a single one of them has a formal internship program. Right. So we are the solution for them to be able to connect with the next gen in a way that's organized, that ultimately generates the outcomes that they're looking for and is a source of inspiration and talent. And they don't have to try and figure out what their intern program is going to look like internally. You guys are the experts at that. Okay. That makes exactly. that makes good sense. Thank you. Question number five and just under three minutes left. Can you give listeners one valuable free word of advice, a tip, if you like, it's not going to solve the whole solution, then probably need cap source for that. But but it might take them a step in the right direction. So I think one thing that could take you in the right direction is if you don't want to work directly with us, just reach out to your local university and just say, hey, I'm a business in the area. How can I support you and your students? You know, what's really unfortunate is that the schools often don't know how to handle an inquiry like that. So it ends up going nowhere. What will happen if it's an effective organization or one that's using CapSource, they'll find a program that actually can support you and has the right education mentors and project scoping folks to make sure that the project is off to a good start. And so that's what I would encourage you to do if you want to connect right. with the next gen and you just don't know okay. how. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, minute 45 left. Question six is where can people go to get more information? So capsource.io or my LinkedIn profile is an easy way to learn about us. You can you could see the different perspectives of our platform as a student, as an educator, or as an industry user and reach out. We love to connect with folks and, and really build relationships and bridge the skills gap, which leads to solutions. Capsource.io. Thank you, sir. Question number seven, 75 seconds left. What's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? I think kind of the why, right? Like one of my favorites, Simon Sinek, start with why. And so, you know, my experience as a student going to a a top tier institution, I went to Lehigh. I only had one internship when I graduated. And that internship was the single-handed most important factor in defining my career because I did not like it. And I actually, I learned then that I actually had no interest in being in accounting and finance. Right. Um, which was me too late, right? I, I only figured it out at that point. Before that, I was just a camp counselor and worked at a catering hall. And so I want to give other young professionals an opportunity to connect like I get to by working with folks like you, Tom, or business leaders at DoorDash or educators from Harvard trying to connect their students with really cool nonprofits to work on impact projects. Exactly. So. Yeah, I think that's why we do it is to, to motivate students. and Making the world a better place. Jordan, thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Tom. 
Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.